Hey, it's me, Abs. And it's me, John Bashi. Oh, DL is a bit slow then. Yeah, talk random with Abs and Yes, Bashi, what are you saying? I'm good, mate. How are you? All right, thanks. Feels weird because I can't actually see you today. No, we're uh, we're doing it online, aren't we? Yeah, so we're using Anchor today. So Anchor is like a digital platform. I told you about this before. Obviously, we're learning. Sometimes. We are, we are. Out of our control, we've decided, you know what? Podcast shall happen still. It's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, we've had a bit of a tricky week, haven't we? Because, Ooh, a very, very, very tricky week indeed. Yeah, because the place that we actually record the uh, the podcast normally, um, Z has actually tested positive for, for COVID-19, hasn't she? Yeah, and it, 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 like, it got me panicking. Do you remember? I had to get a test run as well because I was panicking. But we yeah, well, we had, um, we had our football game, didn't we, against yeah. Wolves. So we had loads of tests. We had two tests that week, so I was both negative for those ones. So, so I'm all right, but still, as a bit of a precaution, it's probably best this week that we just did it digitally, wasn't it? Yeah, just because, obviously, we just want to be more safe and everything and COVID secure. And speaking about Definitely. how have you been in everything, John? Let's start with you. The game with Wolves, what happened? <laughs> Yeah, so it was a good game for the club. Um, a lot of exposure. They managed to, to, to generate some money and try and uh, promote non-league football. It was a really good game. Considering Chorley are in Tier 6 and Wolves are in the Premier League, I mean, Chorley, um, Chorley lost 1-0, so Wolves beat them 1-0. And um, I think they, the boys, they did themselves really, really proud and really justice. You know, maybe some people predicting like 5, 6, 7, 8 nil, something like that. And if anything, Chorley had the better chances to score and, and to maybe win the game. Uh, but it was just really good to to be there. Unfortunately, I couldn't play because I was took tied. tied. But uh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was good. Obviously, the BT, uh, all the trucks from BT were down at the ground, which is obviously not what it is normally. You know, you had the presenters of BT there. You had so many media um, guys. Yeah, I think so. The BT Sport presenter, yeah, yeah. I think it was him, yeah. Um, Robbie Savage was there, I think, and and someone else was. But yeah, it was just really good. Um, no, I didn't because if I was, they were presenting on one side of the ground and I was on the other ground, other side, like sat down watching. No, and me, I would have um, just walked up there in it. I know. I mean, if fans were there, it would have been really good because if I'm sure they would have uh, got involved, maybe. Yes, but I said, no, yes. unfortunately not. Magpie, <laughs> up the magpies. Yes, up the magpies. <laughs> but my week is being like, I've been up to, like work, just working really, like working, 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 and. Yeah. Fitness because I bought a Pilates. Um, I bought some like new things to do a lot of fitness. I've been running with my fitness band. Uh, yeah, nice. Eating healthier, having a more healthier, balanced diet, and just being more healthy. Yeah. Really, just working, working, working. Being a workaholic, actually. Yeah. Well, with work, uh, uni started back up again, hasn't yes, it? Yes, and that's extra work for us. To be honest, it's I'm finding it difficult at the moment. Are you? I don't know because we're we're uh, we're doing full online this this uh, this module, aren't we? Yeah. So we've got um, a new teacher called Dan, and um, he seems quite good. Um, he's doing, we're doing sports psychology, which is something I'm quite interested in anyway. And um, it's been going all right for me so far. Obviously, I much prefer to be on campus. Is the camera on? Um, it, no, it's not. My, have you still got issues with your camera like myself? <laughs> yeah, so my, my laptop, it doesn't have a front-facing camera. So unless I literally go and get my phone and, and put that on, uh, you know, simultaneously, which I can't... I don't 
don't really want to do. But, you know, I'm sure Dan would tell you anyway that I'm one of, you know, I always engage in, in the lessons yeah. and try and, See, you know, doing, answer all this stuff. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. We're doing media narratives in my one. And I'm, enjoy- I'm not going to lie, I'm enjoying it. But the first couple of days were yeah. hard. It's the first week because it's all online. And it's literally yeah. a couple of hours online on computer. I am engaging yeah. in it a lot more. Like today we had Christine and her lessons are really fun, engaging. Yeah. And I really like to so talk about media narratives, how to create a story and speak about different stories. Um, and obviously I like I like the idea of, of it online because we're still not missing out. But on the other, other aspects, I'm sad we're not on campus, but it's for our, for our own safety. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing that the UNIT can do about it, can they? I mean, it's it's the way that we're it's the world that we live in currently. Hopefully, it will will change for the next module. But you know, they're doing the best with this yeah. um, online online platform. Credit goes to all like the tutors who are working behind the scenes as well, and everyone to make these lessons more fun and engaging. And it just yeah, definitely without them, obviously. Yeah, without you and I too, obviously, some of, some of us had laptops as well. Yeah, I've 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 um, I think I've applied to get one of the laptops. Yeah, so I've got one, uh, but I've been using my iPad because I need to use that one to use the team's camera. But that's another day to talk about that. Um, but yeah. we're speaking about other things that I've realised. <laughs> speaking about COVID and everything, GDC um, about lockdown and extended. Boris's unsincere apology. You know what? I didn't actually look at his announcement. I only actually saw it on um, on, on Twitter. So it's been extended till March now, hasn't it? So that means there's another, really? oh, I didn't know you know, further five weeks. Yeah, so I didn't even know. Um, there's five... You didn't know that, no. I knew about the 100,000 deaths, but I didn't know if it extended lockdown. No, yeah, lockdown's been um, extended. Um, and, like, the, the earliest that kids will go back to school is, like, March the 6th or something like that. Um, so, yeah, the lockdown measures are, you know, are staying, basically. They're not going to be changing in, in, in February. And then, obviously, the announcement that the UK has actually reached 100,000 COVID deaths. I was talking about that. Which is... Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And did you see Boris's uh, unapologetic announcement no that's what i mean i didn't i didn't see that what what was he saying i'm sorry i've let you all down <laughs> and i'm like i was absolutely i thought i was hallucinating at one point then i realized no this guy's actually said it and it's absolute disgrace um, if you ask me i'm not gonna lie it's a disgrace and i just think that our leadership is disgusting and our leadership has failed us yeah it's a really shit situation really isn't it but you know, with with the um, the COVID deaths numbers still significantly high, um, obviously they believe that a, a lockdown kind of reduces those numbers. So hopefully it will work. They also said that by um, mid February, so like mid uh, mid uh, mid February, so like February fifteenth or something like that, that they're they're hopefully going to have the most vulnerable people in the UK all vaccinated. So. You know, that's that sounds a bit promising. of positivity. It sounds promising. Yeah. But for me, I, in my opinion, it's too little, too late to have all these things. They said they shut the borders down, but have they really? Yeah. No. People are still flying out. Yeah, I saw one of my uh, one of my friends on on uh, on Snapchat, and he's flying to Turkey. So I don't know what he's flying to Turkey for, but See, I'm probably sh- that you know the <laughs> maybe some sort of cosmetic uh, cosmetic surgery. Is he balding? But yeah, obviously no, no, he's he's got a full head of hair. Uh, but yeah, he might just be going on holiday or to see some of his family because obviously he's Turkish as well, like me. So um, I don't know, mate. You know, so, the borders like, mustn't be shut there. To me, like it's about. Looking after yourselves, that like, protect, protect, protect. But at one point, I'm like, are they protecting us really? Like, am I Buxton going to be listening to another 
briefing from Boris. I'm like, no, 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 Boris. You need to just calm it down and think rationally. Is that how we say it? Rationally. Ira- yeah, rationally or irrationally. Yeah. Not irrational, but rationally. I'm not going to lie, John. Like, when I hear there's 100,000 deaths, what did you think? It's just a massive number, isn't it? Like, that is flipping crazy. Well, how long has it? How long has COVID been going for? Like, not even a year? Has it? Less than a year. Since they started, re- yeah, since they've been recording deaths, what was it, like March? Yeah. So, like, in a year's time, a hun- more than 100,000 people in the UK will have died because of coronavirus. That's that's a big number, that. And that's... Big, big number. I'm absolutely astonished by how it got to that. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of people are still not um, social distancing and all that. And I'm like that. Or um, they're wearing a mask and everything. Because the other day, let me just tell you, right, I was in the bus, mm. not in the bus, I was in the shop actually on Oxford Road or near town. Yeah. Um, some guy was right behind me. He said, Excuse me, two meters. I go, I'm not being rude or I'm not, I'm not coming across facetious, but please, two meters. And he was just laughing. Oh, it's a hoax. And I said, Oi, 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 oi. Now listen to me. It's not a hoax because it's real and I'm getting scared now. I'm not going to lie, COVID and this lockdown has affected my anxiety sky high. It's affected a lot of people, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, a lot of people are kind of scared to to transmit it as well. You know, people have got more vulnerable relatives, haven't they? Yeah, like my dad, myself, other people. And it's about looking after other people. Like, you you can't live with that with the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what if, what if, what if? And that's it. Boris, are you listening to us? Do you know what I mean? And I think like, (laughs) I think like as well, speaking about COVID and all these rules, people are going onto social media and quickly recording the mass situation and... I'm just like, you know what? Let the people do the job, man. Just wear a mask in the shop. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not that deep. Yeah, it's, um, it's mad, isn't it? Obviously, sometimes people will go to the shop and they maybe forgot a mask and, yeah, you know, and they just that. don't and put it on one. or whatever. Or the exam. But, about that? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Oi, 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 oi. Can you wear a mask, please? But mask it up or out immediately. Uh, yeah, well, you said you said it was um, it's mandatory now that you have yeah. to wear a mask, isn't it? Unless you... Yeah, um, which is which is a step forward. I and one thing I saw in Tesco was recently like they're letting in two people, one person at a time. If you're a couple, they don't let you in. If you got a child, then yeah, yeah. But if you're twos or threes, excuse me, it's not a like family day out. It's not Alton Towers now, is it? <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not like, I get really frustrated. I'm like, mind boggled. I'm like, it's not Alton Towers, is it? It's not. It's not a family day out, is it? Like, I tell you what, though. M&S are, are cheating a little bit because of M&S is a, is a food shop, yeah, but they have like clothes in some shops, don't well, they? Don't they don't sell them. So, well, on the on the on the uh, the bottom floor, I think they do. They're only clothes and baby essentials. How do you know? Yeah, because I've been to M&S Which one? and um, one in sale. I think no, not in sale. Oh, where was it now? No, it was it was like Cheshire, like oh, Cheshire Oaks. flipping. Not Cheshire Oaks. It was uh, oh, I forgot the actual name. It was a big one though. N- yeah, it was very big. There was like loads of shops there, and it's next to an Asda, and I actually can't remember where it. Handforth. Oh, Handforth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's in Cheshire, yeah. right? Or is it not? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there. We went to me and Izzy went to go and get some some food from MNA. And you have to walk through like the clothes the clothes bit to get to the food bit and they're all selling clothes and people were there, you know, like trying clothes on. Not trying clothes on, but you know, like shopping for clothes as well. So you know, MS as a, as a baby clothes and everything like essential clothes for work and everything. Obviously it's a bit bad still and a bit it's a tricky one still, but I do not I don't know what to say about that. I'm impartial because yeah, because you represent M&S. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously I do, but um, I'm not going to lie. For me, it's, it's scary. And you're, are, you, are, you, are you still furloughed as well? Yeah, so still furloughed with with uh, with coaching. 
but obviously training with football still got training actually later as well but um, just basically because of um, Chorley are classed as elite they can continue to train but speaking about Chorley flipping the league has been suspended for two weeks bloody because of Covid outbreak no because basically the National League which is like the governing body of um, the league that Chorley are in yeah. so you've got you've got the Premier League you've got the Championship you've got League 1 and League 2 and then the next two leagues Tier 5 and 6 are, are owned by the National League now the National League said to clubs that they were going to give um, grants through the uh, National Lottery yeah. So they received the first batch of grants in like September or whatever, which covered until now, until January. Now, the second uh, batch of, of like money to be come in is was understood to be grants as well. However, they've now turned around and said it's going to be in the form of low interest loans. So with the current climate that we're in, a lot of clubs are, are saying, oh, you know, how can we repay these loans back next season, you know, without no fans and with the interest building up, they're just going to pay more back. So... A lot of chairmans and stuff have come together and basically said that we're not going to be playing for the next two weeks now, which is is kind of classic, isn't it? I, I kind of came to Chorley because it was classed as elite um, to be able to play. Yeah, and, and uh, now play. that's suspended. And now, oh, you can't play, and that's like a kick up the team yeah. as well, isn't it? It's like yeah. So unless unless something changes with the grant situation, um, you know, there's rumours that the league might accept, um, like give give the clubs through the league grants, but accept the loan from the government, and then like basically the league pay off the or loan. The fans, basically. Um, oh yeah, something like that. Or I don't know what what the other solution is really. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But um, it's scheduled that the next fixture will be played on the sixth of February. And fans obviously can't. It's not come. this weekend. No, obviously fans can't come, which is not this weekend, but the next weekend. But I think um, like all the clubs, directors and stuff will be getting together soon and kind of be making an announcement on whether the league will will be suspended, like Staley Bridges League, the Northern Premier League, or whether it will go ahead. Just um, fingers crossed that it does go ahead and. Uh, we can continue playing but I don't know I'll have to wait and see it's, it's very annoying uncertain how, obviously like they kick up the teeth like, obviously you're a training and everything but then the league's cancelled so do you see a point in training if it's going to get cancelled well that's what I mean so this week we normally train Mondays Tuesdays and Thursdays so the the gaffer of Chorley give us uh, Monday and Tuesday off because you know there's no real certainty of whether the league will will keep going but obviously you've got to be prepared for every situation. So we've got training today and we've got a friendly game on, on Saturday. So um, hopefully I can get uh, be involved in that and do well. And then um, he said next week we'll be training, you know, Monday, Tuesday and Thursday again. But, you know, you never know. Anything can happen, um, especially this year. You know, it could be announced tomorrow that the National League is suspended for the rest of the season. Um, or it could be announced that, you know, the games are on, you know, next weekend. Yeah, so obviously so. for me, it's like, oh my days, you're training, you're training. Obviously the, that your gaffer give you Monday and Tuesday off and you training tonight yeah hopefully yeah. next Saturday you'll be playing it will be worth it do you know what I mean because sometimes you yeah, can, yeah, you yeah. can train a bit because you're not going to lie you have become a bit of a couch potato and you need to get them joints working <laughs> I've been running every day through flipping Strava like doing 5k's and stuff it's just so I'm boring doing, you know. now I just want to go and play football yeah you need to get on it um, but yeah just hopefully yeah, fingers crossed everything um kind of is put together but uh yeah moving on from from that football aspect did you watch united game no yesterday? i didn't work yesterday till about 10 half nine right so united played sheffield united in the premier league and sheffield united are bottom of the league and they won. you know 
United United were you know uh, near the top. I think they were second. I think City over uh, overtook them yesterday, and uh, you know everyone was kind of predicting you know easy comfortable win for United. Yeah, and and Sheffield United uh, recorded their second victory of the season against United yesterday, and it's now come out on uh, in the media that a couple of the uh, mixed race uh, Manchester United players have been getting racist abuse. Have you have you seen that? Yeah, a lot of people have been. Tweet like using the monkey emoji. Yeah, so Axel Twanzebe, yeah, who came in yesterday for for the game, is um, he's a black player. He's a really good player, and um, on his Instagram post, I think or it was maybe Manchester United Instagram post announcing that he was returning to the lineup. There were several kind of people commenting like monkey emojis or saying racist like language Martial, to him. Anthony Martial, and yeah, like, and uh, Anthony Martial, like and Axel. Axel Twanzebe yeah, so and Axel and obviously them two yeah. received racially abused like obviously on his Facebook and Twitter pages and there is no place yeah. for racism like at the end of the day if you feel a way and if you feel racist keep your opinions to yourself and that will show how narrow-minded yeah. people are the- yeah, the problem is with it being over the internet, you know, you can create a fake profile, you can put a, a, a weird profile picture and, and you'll you'll remain anonymous. No one will ever know who it is, you know, so people kind of make these fake profiles and, and kind of troll essentially, like uncle, but right, they're, they're being racist. Ian. Yeah, Ian, 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 Ian right. right. Uncle Ian, basically him. He gets a lot of de- he gets a lot of abuse and racial abuse, and he's used to it. He's like, you know what? I shouldn't be used to it anymore. It's like it's disgusting, yeah. and it's for me. It's like yeah. if you're doing one thing and I'm doing one thing, why be racist? Why high by? If you're not that in real life, you need to, you need help. Do you know what I mean? You actually need help. And yeah. Those people are disgusting. Just... You should never be racist to anybody, especially someone that you don't even know. Not even if you don't know them or not. Um, and for me, yeah. people can absolutely lose. I personally think that Facebook, Twitter and all that need to do something about it. Facebook, so this is what I got from Facebook, right? Facebook has said, yeah. there is no place for racism on, on Instagram. And we are committed to removing it when it, we find it. We know there is more to do, but bullshit. And Twitter said racism behavior has no place in our service. When we identified a platform, why like the Twitter were taking enforcement action, which they do because they deleted Trump and everything. But the fact is right, United Against Racism, Harry Maguire and all that are doing it. But then, I personally think that these yeah. people should absolutely get banned from any football game, do you know what I mean, for life. And should, should, yeah. should get named and shame. It's just a hard way to kind of um, to, to kind of tell who those people actually are because they're hiding behind fake profiles and fake profile pictures. So you'll never actually know who those people are unless you maybe create a service that you can actually only open an account if it's like verified to your face. Yeah, you get but, no, I do get your... Um, I, I, and I feel like I be, I personally believe some news outlets like the Daily Mail and all that have a hidden mm. agenda against players who get racially abused. For example, when Sterling yeah. was racially abused, they yeah. just they, they talked about Sterling's gun tattoo. They talked about Sterling's background. Yeah, they talked yeah. about Sterling buying a house. When Rashford yeah. did something good, but Rashford spending money on houses and everything, it's like because these are successful black players or from a background of an ethnic minority, you'd love to bring them down. Yeah. And when it's the counterpart, yeah. Um, you like to give them a high profile and that's one thing I've realised within the media in particularly the Daily Mail the press love to write horrible and disgusting comments about black players and that's what I that's that's, that's a yeah. known fact like the Daily Mail yeah. are known and some people are known to write derogatory comments about black 
footballers or all black sports stars in general. Definitely. It's um, it's crazy how you can be so... Uh, your opinion can change over just like one little thing. So, for example, I'm sure if United would have won 1-0 and Twanzadi would have scored, you know, a goal in the 90th minute to win it for United, all of these people that are calling him monkey or being, ra- or being racist to him would be, you know, all over and giving him praise and stuff like that. It's just like, it's just mad that how you can go from one aspect of slating somebody or, or, or being like really praiseful to them to to the, to the other uh, spectrum, basically. And for me, you know, these people need to be banned or there needs to be some sort of system where you can, you know, people will take ownership for what they say online. But, you can't just hide behind a, you know, a fake profile I, and stuff like that. I think that needs see, to I change. Totally agree. I totally agree with what you're saying. But then on the other side, there is the so-called, like, I'm saying again, the print and the media, a lot of the media like to add fire to the fuel and they don't, they, and they encourage it in a way where, they write meaningful t- comments. For example, I'm gonna. Um, uh, my my example is Sterling. For example, right? Uh, yeah. When Sterling done good, the Daily Mail written horrible comments about him, like, oh, with his gun tattoo. Um, the, the amount of racial abuse that Sterling got from the fans, from a lot of people, uh, and recently, our our founder Gary Neville reveals shame over failure to help Raheem Sterling cope with the racist abuse, so, and. Gary has said a statement that he couldn't. He revealed his failure to help Raheem Sterling cope with the racism and abuse, and that's opening. That's opening other footballers' um, eyes. But this has been going on for far too long. How many more times can you say, yeah. "Let's end racism in football"? Let's end racism in football. Why talk yeah. about racism in the twenty first century, in twenty twenty one? Why is it still such a topic? Yeah. Why is it still such a bad thing? Like racism shouldn't exist, and those who do it. Should go to prison mm. straight away. No, and that's the thing that really annoys me about, like, this country, yeah. or this government, like, or that even the press. They genuinely, genuinely love to demoralise people of a different ethnic background, especially black football players who are talented and who bring so much to this country. Honestly, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really sad. There's, there's no room for racism. Um, you know, I hate it. Um, I just don't see why people are are racist to, to to be honest you know we're all we're all uh, children of god we're all human beings you know um nobody chooses to be a color you know um uh, doesn't matter what color you are doesn't matter you know what gender you are you know it, it's all forms of discrimination isn't it but especially this form of discrimination there needs to be some maybe some more education about it i, I don't know you know they're trying to do that um, the, the knee thing uh, before it's each like, game, but you know, obviously, it's still going on. You know, there, there needs to be there needs to be more, basically, doesn't it? Because evidently, people aren't getting the message that you shouldn't be racist and how racism is is a really bad yeah, thing. And like recently, in the New Sky documentary with Michael Richards and obviously Gary Neville, he gave an insight into his daily experience of racism and growing up in Leeds. And obviously, Michael Richards is a black yeah. player, right? He, he now lives in Arthur and Eric. Yeah, yeah. And he even says when he sees old women, they clutch their bag because they've seen a black man. And yeah. the ex-Manchester City player, Aston Villa player, obviously, defender, praised Gary Neville for admitting his failings in addressing the issue. And obviously, that's something like big to say. Like Gary, Gary Neville obviously admitted his failings and admitted he was a bit wrong. It's, um, it's really, it's really sad to to kind of to hear 
that, to be honest. It's based, all based on stereotypical views, isn't it? Um, oh, must, you know, I'll, 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 I'll clench my bag because, you know, I'm scared that I'm going to get robbed or whatever. It's, it's fucking shit. Um, needs to change. I don't know how. Um, I'm definitely going to watch the Michael documentary on Sky just because it's racism in football and I feel like why are we still doing this like why actually are we still doing this and it really something that obviously I'm a football player but it does affect me do you know what I mean it genuinely does yeah yeah, it's mad but anyway moving on from that um, I suppose uh, along the similar topic about well-being you've you've actually created um, an Instagram page for for well-being is that that um, correct yesterday I was doing like lockdown lunches first with Michelle Partington and Katie about well-being and how to look after yourselves and everything. And with Steph, along with yeah. other students, we have become well-being warriors. Yeah. Where it's a well-being page, and we're just uh, okay. students, see how they are and everything, and just see what they're up to. Yeah. And it's just been a friendly face to students and everything. It's because I'm very empathetic, and just they're being a supportive page, being positive and a helping hand for the students and anyone really yeah definitely obviously it's a really really good thing to kind of create I, I, yeah, in my opinion right, yeah. especially during these times of, of covid with everyone's mental health being you know uh, questionable be it's always good to be yeah maybe i'll i'll, I'll look into it potentially but, like said, but um highest at the moment like we said, i got really bad anxiety yeah definitely i've said it before like this podcast yeah. that we do it really helps me like just speaking to you it really helps me uh, just because it's a routine for us do you know what i mean and yeah it's it's, it's good to kind of vent vent our um opinions about I things you maybe text yeah <laughs> a text you mean yeah. about 20 in a row remember last time when i was fuming in boots <laughs> and i was trying to facetime you when i was thinking off and i thought yeah sometimes i realized like uh, i don't have to vent and that's been speaking to you obviously i give me 20 texts in a row and you're like bloody hell calm down and i did and that's <laughs> sometimes letting you all out because and obviously like, yeah, like, oh, i've been a burden or being annoying but it's not being annoying you understand it it's like i always fit it to me but for no, me definitely. well-being is it's so important to look after yourself and if you're ever in doubt like, never ever be afraid to speak but if you're ever down don't be ashamed of it ask for help because there's always somebody there do you know what i mean definitely uh why don't you plug your page yeah. in if anyone anyone wants to um talk yeah, so you know, know, follow, us, time, follow yeah. us at the well-being champions but champions with a number zero just like a helping hand john follows it and all that and just to help other people yeah. and just being a positive journey and blow it through because i just locked down definitely everybody's well-being 100 percent, mate and i think it's um it's a really good um really good page and i think everyone should follow it and reach out to abs but yeah anyway what else uh, happened you see the, the got, conor he, mcgregor he got fight demolished you got annihilated by he got not oh khabib <laughs> <laughs> Khabib, Khabib, Nurmagomedov. Yes, Thank you, Khabib, Nurmagomedov. Yeah. Whatever. He's right. Russian. He's got so nothing to do with Turkey. <laughs> said, "This is what happens. Yeah, Khabib, when you change your team. Leave the sparring partners who made you a champion and sparring with little kids far away from reality." And I mean, yeah, was um... he the digging and he got knocked out. He got annihilated and he got just smashed up. And that got to show John, innit? Give it all that. Don't have the biggest. You can't back it up. The the problem is, the problem is with with, with the fight game is 
Um, and I watched some of the build up to it. And, and, and normally Conor McGregor is really kind of aggressive and, you know, really tries to sell his fights by, you know. Um, it brings the Irish, you know. He's got a lot of Irish fans around the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he kind of talks the talk in how he's going to beat his, his opponents. But in, in this fight, there was quite a lot of mutual respect between uh, McGregor and Poirier. I think Conor McGregor in his last two fights, especially, has been very respectful to his opponent. I think it's maybe because he's, he's, um, he's reached like this level where you know he doesn't really need to sell a fight anymore because he's such a mega star people will will buy the fight and um, and will pay to watch him fight but back in the day he used to you know he used to say like what he was going to do and he give him his he give himself the nickname of mystic mac because he predicted these things and Anyway, in the lead up to the fight, he kind of described himself about being in really good shape and how, uh, you know, Dustin Poirier was in for, in for a tough time. But obviously, and, and because of they've actually already fought before, this is the second fight that, they, that, that they've come together. And uh, Conor McGregor won the first fight, I think in the first round within like, within a minute, I think he knocked him out. So um, it, it kind of shows that how Dustin Poirier's gone back and, you know, he's worked on his craft, whereas maybe McGregor is, you know, he's more of a star now. He's got the whiskey brand. And, you know, he's enjoying life, you know, doing whatever he has. He's, he's flipping, he's rich as hell. And maybe his concentration isn't all there. And um, after the fight, McGregor came out and he said it was due to inactivity. You know, being out of the uh, of the fight game for quite a while. You know, his last fight was was against Cowboy, and that was about a year ago. And, uh, and maybe because of that, he wasn't as good. But, you know... When you when you like mega rich and you've you've kind of made it, maybe he's lost that drive to kind of be the best. But anyway, with with Khabib's comments that you were just talking about, Conor McGregor still wants his rematch with Khabib, and uh, and obviously, absolutely, and I yeah, disrespected his wife every time. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely, Khabib. Khabib would 100% win again. Um, but obviously, it, money talks, doesn't it, Abdi? You know, it, it, that, that rematch would would be bought Speaking by of millions talks, of fans. As well, I'm but, boxing. Do you know Eddie Hearn? Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Hearn has said there's going to be a new, apparently, apparently, speculation is he sent a £20 million deal to, um, yeah, camp. Tyson Fury. Apparently, yeah. Really? 20 million. Wow. I was like thinking, how can Eddie get all that money from? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think when you fight these days, the fight is kind of split the percentage of, of how much the actual fight makes anyway. I'm sure. I'm sure if they... Oh, 200 million. Oh, wow. Wow, bloody hell, that is a lot of money, million pound contract to Frankie um, and Bob Arum. So obviously, 200 million pound bloody hell that is the most expensive yeah. fight in the world of boxing apparently well you've got to look at it this way if they're offering Tyson Fury 200 million how much is Anthony Joshua going to make because of if Anthony Joshua makes more than 200 million Tyson Fury won't accept it because of you know they both got egos yeah. they both want to be the one who's making uh, they want to both be the A sides of the fight and they both want to make the most money so it, it, it kind of comes to that really because they're both no, champions as well aren't they um, but hopefully this year they can get a fight together and that would be, that'd be great for British boxing. I think the Gypsy King... What did you say, sorry? I I would back the Gypsy King, to be honest. I think he's a he's a better all-round fighter. 
But Anthony Joshua's got some, you know, he's got some yeah. power behind him, hasn't well, he? Obviously, um, I'm not Anthony Joshua just because I think he's a sick boxer, but I genuinely think the Gypsy King is going to win it just because. I I I like Tyson Fury just because of the story, you know, about him being so low, struggling with mental relatable. health, and to come back. Yeah, definitely. I think I think anyone can relate to him, can't they? We've all had lows, maybe not as as low lows as him, but you know, we've all we've all had lows. And highs and... Goes, I think he's got mental health problems. I think he's down. And Tyson spoke to him. Um, I was on hard. I think for Tyson right. is he's genuine and relatable. And I think because he had a hard upbringing, him and his he's always been with his girlfriend, and now he's with his wife. Sorry, um, and. He's a family yeah. man and he's always helping people out and he's always putting people before himself and he's looking after people and what you see with him is what you get. There's no filter and it's, it's authentic. Do you know what I mean? You can't... A lot of boxers are not authentic. Definitely. Um, he's real, you know? Um, everything that he says is kind of real, you know? His personality, no, he's, he's a character, you know? He's very funny, yeah? You see where he's from. He, he fights out of Manchester, but he's... I don't think he's no, from he's Manchester, not. is he? Um, I don't know where he actually... Morgan, Does he live in Morgan? Lancashire somewhere, I think? Oh, is it? Uh, okay. But, yeah, just... Yeah, I think he's very relatable and, and, and if they was to fight... Um, I'd be, be cheering on Put the Gypsy King, probably. And speaking of, like, obviously the Gypsy King and putting bets down, John, anything new on Netflix you've been watching? Yeah. Um, no, I've actually finished um, Cobra Kai and I finished um, oh, The yeah. Crown now. Lupin. So there's Lupin. nothing really on Netflix for me to watch. Yeah, everyone keeps on saying about Lupin, which I'll probably start this weekend. Basically, I'm, I've gone... I'm watching I've started a bit of it then I knocked I fell asleep I don't know because yeah, right, check what happened right I was watching I took a, yeah. I took a paracetamol I think because I had a headache it wasn't even a paracetamol it was a bloody sleeping right. A tablet I, I fell asleep oh god uh, so then I was like why did what, what, what can I hear talking to me in the sleep and it was like that was on so I'm going to watch it again it's got a French film um, and I like to have the French audio on and have subtitles on I'm not sure you do yeah, I, I do that as well. I hate um, when somebody's mouth is moving one way and the audio is completely different. I like to have the original audio, and if it's in a different language, Spanish, so like Money Heist or Narcos, have it on Spanish and then read French it in English. Like, and I know a bit of Spanish. I'm, I'm bilingual. Oh, I dear. know a lot of languages, multilingual. Yeah, I know a lot okay. of languages I know. Yeah, yeah. Turkish, yeah. I know. Bon, bonjour, know, bonjour, I monsieur. I know Italian. I know <laughs> Fafancula, Butana, Testa de Caso. Yeah, nice. Italian. Yeah, what, what language Italian. is that? Is that is that Spanish? I can't say what they are. They're quite <laughs> lovely words. And anyway, John, yeah, you've been, um, we've been set tasks as well for you at UA92 as well, haven't we? Okay, um, have we? Have you seen the Twitter challenge? What? What's the latest yeah? task? You, you'll what's really the latest you? task. Uh, Couch to five k, basically. What is it? Strava. That's it. But send me, send me oh, your Strava, all right? Really? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. we'll pretend uh, like it was no, you. We'll just put I your did. profile picture over it. Yes. We'll just put I'm your profile picture over uh, mine. How is FC? <laughs> FC's good. Uh, just working, basically. You know, Carla's working. Joanne's working. Uh, nothing really to do, is there? Me and Joanne, we were sat down last night. And I was just like. God, I am bored. Oh, yeah, like, night. I'm literally bored of playing on the Xbox. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was with Joanne last night. Like, bored of playing oh. it. Yeah, but she's at work. Hey, Billy. Yeah, I'm sat here with Billy, actually. Billy! <laughs> <laughs> you 
can't oh. eat because you're going through my earphones, but I'm sure if he, oh, he would be going mad if he could. Uh, the video of me um, doing the chocolate, did you see it? Yeah, I did. It was very funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm glad yeah. someone's all right. Yes, Joanne. Yeah, she's good. She's, um... He's saying like Joanne's tonight. Say again. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. I think it might Don't be at like FC's tonight. Not sure, though. Yeah, it How's might Ethan? be at Joanne, so I have to see. Potentially, I'll see. Leon? Ethan's good. Uh, he's doing his online school. So is Leon. Um, the girls are doing their online school. So like in the in the mornings, like early afternoon, we're all oh, like robots. Yeah, on our, you know, computers cool. doing online, online learning. learning yeah. It's giving us transferable skills. Yeah. Um, to be more more like Ethan, especially he types so slow. <laughs> like you, you you see him type, and he's like he's an eighty year old woman or something like that. Yeah, one letter at a time with one hand, and like hopefully he'll learn those skills and stuff like that. So, uh, when I first saw him, I was like, "Oh Don't my god, tight. really?" Did he, did he get annoyed? I was laughing, but no, <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't laugh in his face or anything. Ethan, right? Because Ethan will get you. Uh, and speaking about other things, John, we've got loads no, to talk about next week. Should we wrap it up here? Yeah, yeah. Um, next week we'll hope John will be face to face. Right. Because you're in my bubble. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Back in the back yes. in the back or in the salon. Sale, probably closer to you. <laughs> uh, back oh, okay. in the, obviously oh, back nice. in the salon, like you said. And hopefully just I'm gonna keep active. I'm gonna oh that's it. I'm gonna do an Instagram live workout as well this week. So I got my dog yeah, nice. I'll tune in. and I've got my ropes and my yoga mat. So I'll be thrusting, working out for you guys. Showing you how to move your move your body, move them joints, get them joints working. Thanks very soon. much, mate. Nitty. Cheers.